Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I am your host, E-Dub. We are presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network. Welcome in, folks. (laughs) Welcome in. I'm coming to you early on a Sunday morning talking about some Saturday night live Atlanta Hawks basketball. The uh, Atlanta Hawks had a convincing win against the Toronto Raptors last night uh, to the tune of 127-100. Now, uh, many of you guys who are uh, avid listeners to the pod, uh, you know how we do. You know what I'm saying? We're just going to talk about this game a little bit, break down the ins and outs a little bit. It's it's not a game that we really need to go too much in depth with. Just a very, very solid all-around win for the Atlanta Hawks. Um, they play a really good three quarters, and they are they take out the Raptors. They're a very good basketball team. Um, however, this Raptors team was uh, on a, the second night of a back-to-back. They had just got blown out last night by Charlotte. And playing two teams that are scrapping for their lives, um, wasn't ideal for them, I imagine. But uh, nevertheless, man, a win is a win. You never apologize for that. You never put any caveats on it. And uh, the Atlanta Hawks still beat a good basketball team. And you'd like to have that in your feather. And the Hawks are now at a position where they have to win. Like, you can barely, you can pretty much say, like, these are must-win games. Especially these first five games. Uh, we talked a little bit about that on the podcast last, uh, the other day. These five games after the All-Star break are must-wins. Must-wins. Uh, I still think you need to win three out of your next four, uh, two out of your next three. I think out of these next five, the, these first five games, I think you need to get at least four of them. I think you need to get at least four of them, but we're going to go in depth with that. We're going to talk a little bit more about the standings. We're going to talk in here a little bit about what the guys had to say after the game. We're going to go about the game flow, and I'll give you my um, my takeaways from tonight's game. But 
First things first, man, let's get rid of some of this housekeeping. Uh, again, this is the Hawksbeat Podcast. Thank you for listening. However you are listening, we appreciate you. Uh, I am your host, Edub. If this is your first time into the show, uh, I want to introduce myself and I want to earn your business. <laughs> I want to earn your listenership. And uh, yeah, man, give the pod a few days. Give the pod a few days. Give us a few listens. Uh, feel free to go back and listen to some old episodes and kind of see how we get down with the get down. We are a very uh, fan friendly podcast. Uh, I've said many times I'm not necessarily a diehard Hawks fan. I've been covering the Hawks for eight seasons and I try to just give you guys the real. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of great Hawks podcast out there. Uh, my guy Brad does a great pod. My guy, um, um, my two guys, uh, Jackson and Logan, they do a great uh, Hawks Talks podcast from the fans' perspective. And uh, yeah, so there's a lot of Hawks content out there to consume. One thing we would love for you to do is connect with us on our social media Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, just look us up at Hawksbeat is our Twitter, Instagram name. Follow us there. And uh, you can chat with us and, and go back and forth with us and all that jazz. We greatly appreciate you uh, if you did that. And while you're at it, subscribe to the podcast. Throw a five-star rating on our Apple podcast and Spotify. You can now uh, rate us on Spotify. And that would be really, really dope. So we appreciate y'all. All right. So going into tonight's game, um, the Hawks were actually five-point favorites. And I was like, yo, well, about think four and a half. I think four and a half was the final line, and I was kind of anxious for that. I was like, "How are they favorites?" Because the last two times they played, um, it hasn't been good for the Hawks. <laughs> but um, I think with the Raptors coming off a the second night of a back to back, the Hawks uh, a little bit more rested. Uh, I think that's why the Hawks were four and a half point favorites. Uh, the Raptors were going into this game currently seventh in the East. Not quite sure where they are now, if they dropped or if they stayed put. But we'll examine the schedule and well, not the schedule. We'll examine the um, the standings in probably the third segment. But um, Raptors were seventh. Hawks were holding Pat at ten. And the injuries going into tonight's game, the Hawks were without uh, John Collins and Lou Will. And the major injury were for the Raptors were OG and Anobi. Now, um, Pascal Siakam and Van Vliet were listed as questionable. They were dealing with some type of illness or something. So uh, I'm wondering if maybe they weren't 100 uh, percent. I know they was 100 percent in that first quarter because Van Vliet <laughs> got off to kind of a pretty good start. But uh, in my pregame notes, I was like, yo, this is a must win for the Hawks. Like they got to get this one. I'm. And I mentioned it earlier, like, okay, every game's kind of a must win, but I thought tonight was a must win. I thought tomorrow, tomorrow, uh, Toronto was uh, facing a very desperate Hawks team. I said this in the first quarter that Toronto is going to be a scrappy team, whether they are up 20 or down 20. I said the Hawks are going to need all four quarters. And, um, they needed all four quarters, but I mean, after that third quarter, it was kind of academic. Uh, I, I think they took a, what, a 20 to 25 point lead going into the fourth. But um, let's take a brief moment. Pause. 
Uh, I'm not sure if the network wants to slide in a commercial or two. Uh, what we'll do is we'll slide in one of our old commercials. So um, we still have a promotion with Manscaped. I uh, don't know if you guys know anything about Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com. Use our promo code HawksBeat. You'll get 20% off your uh, 20% off your order. And you will get free shipping. So uh, we'll run our quick uh, Manscaped commercial. And if the network wants to throw in a commercial or two, uh, we'll do that. And then we'll come back and get into the game flow. You're listening to the Oxbeat Podcast. It's your man Edub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped. Hey guys, what's up? It's Edub. I know you guys have heard our Manscaped read by now. And I'm here to tell you, listen. It's not too late to get that below-the-belt trim that some of you are in desperately need of. Listen, Manscaped not only has top-of-the-line waterproof trimmers to keep the hedges nice and clean, but they also have boxers, lotions, colognes to have you feeling and smelling so fresh and so clean. So head over to Manscaped.com, use our promo code HAWKSBEAT, for 20% off your entire order and free shipping. Once again, that promo code is HawksBeat for 20% off and free shipping. She'll be glad you did. All right, folks, we are back. Again, we want to thank Manscaped for being partners uh, with us. And again, that promo code is HawksBeat. Go to Manscaped, get 20% off and free shipping off your order. So we appreciate them. All right, so let's get into this game flow real quick, man. Just talk about what we saw at the arena. Uh, First things first, man, it was HBCU night. So shout out to all the HBCUs, everybody representing uh, their HBCUs and their historically black colleges and universities. Uh, all of the d- divine nine fraternities and sororities were out. It was just a good time. It was a good time. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, it is one of my favorite nights that the Hawks put on. Um, it's just good, you know, being the, a, a graduate of an HBCU. Uh, shout out to Oakwood University in Huntsville, Alabama. Woot woot. <laughs> Shout out to them. And uh, it was just all love last night, man. It was all love. Uh, the swag surf had a little. I am going to be honest with you. The swag surf had a little swag last night. I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> I usually leave before the swag surf at the beginning of the fourth quarter. But last night I had a little pop to it. But uh, it, it was a good night. But um, Hawks come out the gate kind of slow, kind of slow. And I, I tweeted, I was like, ooh, 35 points in that first quarter is not ideal. Not ideal. I thought the energy was good, to be honest with you. I thought the energy was good in that first quarter. I didn't think it was great. Um, defensively, uh, it appeared that Toronto was just kind of walking to the rim. <laughs> like it appeared that they were just walking to the rim and kind of getting what they, um, kind of getting whatever they wanted. Uh, Nate McMillan said after the game that he kind of knew Trey was going to come out aggressive because he didn't shoot the ball the last game very well. Um, <laughs> he didn't shoot the ball. I mean, we all see, we all saw the numbers, but like uh, he knew Trey was going to come out. You know, he was home. He wanted to have a good showing going up against an all star like Fred Van Vliet. Um, you know that he wanted to put on a good show. Uh, Fred Van Vliet got off to a great start in that first quarter. He knocked down four, three, he took eight threes in that first quarter. I mean, he knocked down four of them. So it was like, Oh man, like this 
that was just the, the flow of the offense, right? You know, so Van Vliet goes to 14 in the first quarter. But um, Van Vliet's the type of player that I kind of worry about him getting hot late. Like, if he goes off in the first quarter, like, I'm not really too much worried. He's not a guy that's going to throw 60 at you, you know? Trey is a guy that's going to go for, like, 60 or, like, 50. Like, if he gets hot early, like, watch out. He's not going to stop. Van Vliet is kind of like a Clyde Drexler type to me when I think of old school flow. Like, you know, he'll get going early and kind of cool off or he'll get going late and, like, finish hot. But um, they allowed 37 points in that first quarter. I thought the defense, the defense was very porous. But I thought the Hawks shot the ball well. Like, they shot 52%. Right. And so, um, again, like I always say, 52 percent is pretty good, but you can't give up 57 percent. And that's what (laughs) Toronto uh, shot in that first quarter. However, after the first quarter, that was it for Toronto. Like they could have just got on the bus. They really could have just got on the bus. The Hawks will go on to outscore um, the Raptors in every single quarter after that. Uh, big second quarters, big third quarters. And by the time you got to the fourth, it was a wrap. Like I said, it was an admiration. Second quarter, the Hawks come out and they go on a tear. They go on a tear in that second quarter. And I think at one point, uh, they go on, well, I think it was a 16 to nothing run. The uh, Toronto Raptors didn't score for a good five minutes. Like, it was like a good five minutes. I couldn't, I was like, yo, when is the last time they've scored? I, you, you're at the game, you're in the environment, and you're like, oh, okay, here you go. You know, everyone, everybody's eating. Everybody's eating. Trey's setting the table. You know, Trey's going off, uh, shooting the ball extremely well, getting to the cup doing what he wanted to do. And then you're realizing, man, Toronto hasn't scored in like five minutes. And they went about five minutes. I don't know like the actual number, but it wasn't, it was like a literal five minutes that they did not score the basketball. They shot 27% from that quarter. And um, the Hawks just kind of took their hearts in that quarter, you know? Um, So you're going into the half. Um, You're going into the half. 58 to 66. The Hawks were up 58 to 66. And um, you're like, okay. But for me, deep down inside, I'm like, okay, like I've seen this Toronto team come back from like 15, 20 points. I never take stocks into, um, I never take stock into a team lead. But, you know, they had a little lead going into the third. I was like, third quarter is going to be big. You know, let's see what happens. And, you know, we know typically the third quarter is a Trey Young quarter. You know, they usually let him play the whole third quarter. And we wanted to see what, what Trey had cooking. He had more cooking. <laughs> he had more cooking. In, 12, in, in the third quarter, Trey goes for 12 and five assists, uh, setting the table, setting the tempo. And the third quarter, it was much of the same. You thought that maybe Toronto would have made some adjustments or come out with some more energy. They didn't. They didn't. They couldn't find the the back of a barn, (laughs) as some would say. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, he goes cold. 
Um, I don't know if it was he dealing with his sickness or I don't know if it was a back to back or I don't know. And I really don't care, to be honest with you. I really don't care. Like, you know, <laughs> Trey had to go in. Kevin Herter chipped in with eight points. I mean, it was just a, a well-rounded uh, win or a well-rounded quarter for the Hawks. They outscore the Raptors 38 to 16. <laughs> 38 to 16. And so listen, they're going into the fourth quarter up 30. 74 to 104. And I'm sure the chances of I'm sure the chances of the Hawks winning were like 99.9%. If you were to look at the probabilities, <laughs> but I was still like in the back of my mind, like I still wasn't comfortable. Like, and I usually leave at the end of the third quarter, but it was Saturday night. I decided to stick around, you know, stick around for the press conference and, you know, see what was what. And I knew the fourth quarter, fourth quarter was just going to be academic. One thing I didn't understand about the fourth, <clears throat> excuse me, is Trey Young played five and a half minutes and DeAndre played seven minutes. Clint Capella didn't play at all. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, why is Trey out there? Like, Trey was out there until, like, the the three-minute mark, you know? And I was, I just, I didn't, I don't know why, like, Nate kept him in that long. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because he didn't get hurt. And I guess he just wanted him to get his minutes or whatever. But um, fourth quarter was kind of academic. There's nothing really to take away from that. But a good, solid win from the Hawks. And um, you you just got to be pleased with a win like that. Next up is Boston. So um, they got you're only as good as your next (laughs) your next opponent. Right. Like, you know, uh, let's take a look at the standings and the Toronto Raptors. No movement there. They're still holding on to that seventh spot. The Hawks are still holding on to that 10 spot. Um, They are a game or a half game behind the Charlotte Hornets who has one more win in the win column and the losses are at the same. So um, you're still watching the Hornets You know the Hornets. They blew out the Raptors the night before you. So um, you got to start to do a little scoreboard watching, right? We talked a little bit about this. Uh, we've been talking about this probably for the last two weeks going into the all-star break. Uh, about the scoreboard watching that you have to do, you know, the teams that are around you, the Hornets, uh, even the Brooklyn Nets. You know, you're only two games away from the Nets. Uh, you got the Wizards and the Knicks that are two and four games behind you. So you got to kind of watch any of those games, right? Um, Saturday night, as far as Saturday night is concerned, the Brooklyn Nets, they beat the Milwaukee Bucks. So, you know, so they they did what they had to do. Uh, the Wizards lost. <laughs> the Wizards, man, they're just they're in bad shape. And I, I don't want to say this because I know they're right behind the Hawks. And I know they're two games behind the Hawks. And you got to give them respect, right? But they're just not a good basketball team. Like, if there's a team that's going to shoot themselves in the foot and just not make that play in, I think it might be the Wizards and I think the Knicks. Like, the, the Hawks, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. If there's two teams that are chasing the Hawks, the two teams that you want chasing the Hawks are the Wizards and the New York Knickerbockers. <laughs> this is how I see it. The Celtics took care of business last night, so they stay put at six. So as of Sunday morning, um, the standings look like this. The top six, Miami Heat, Chicago Bulls, 
Philadelphia 76ers, Cleveland Cavaliers, Milwaukee Bucks, and Boston Celtics. If the season stopped right now, those would be the top six teams in the Eastern Conference. The play-in teams would be the Toronto Raptors at seven, the Brooklyn Nets at eight, Charlotte Hornets at nine, and the Atlanta Hawks at ten. Um, that's pretty much what it is. Um, Sunday, we have a slate of games uh, set to uh, go off. The Celtics are going to be playing. They got a five o'clock matchup with the Pacers. The Pistons have a matchup with the Hornets at seven. So that's the game you're going to be watching. And those are really the only two with implications in the East. The 76ers and the Nets are going to play at one o'clock. Um, that's, I think, the primetime game. That's the ABC game. So uh, definitely going to be watching that today. I don't envision the Knicks winning, but, you know, these are games that you're going to have to watch. They're games that you're going to have to watch because um, you're in a position, if you're the Hawks, where you're going to need a little help. You're going to need a little help. So um, we're going to take another quick break and uh, slide in a little uh, commercial if the network wants to slide one in. If not, we're just going to take a little pause, and then we'll get into some fan feedback. I'll see if I have some sound from last night's game, uh, post uh, last night's post game with Nate McMillan, Trey Young, and anyone else that came to speak to the media. So uh, you listen to the Hawksby Podcast. Keep it locked. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we are back. Uh, the fan feedback segment and the post game uh, segment. Uh, I got some clips that I want to play for you guys and read a little bit of some fan feedback that you guys sent me. Um, some of the audio isn't the absolute best, but I'm going to play it anyway, and hopefully it transfers over pretty well. Um, I got two clips from Nate just talking about the game and just kind of his initial thoughts on it. So let me play the clips. I got I got two from Nate, one from Trey. I got a small one from Trey and one from Big O. So uh, let me get those clips to you, and then uh, we'll go with the rest of the fan feedback and all the rest of that stuff. So here's Nate McMillan after tonight's game. I thought we did after the first quarter. You know, they had a big first quarter, but I thought our intensity was really good. Uh, we did a good job of continuing with the, the pressure on the ball. Um, our bigs did a good job of being up on the screens. You know, all the things that we, we, we talked about we needed to do defensively, getting up and pressuring that ball, uh, weak side being in a in tight shift, tight paint, and then offensively, pushing the ball, you know, keeping the pressure on their defense uh, before uh, they can get down and get set. This is true. All right, here's some more from Nate McMillan. The way, you know, he basically put that game on himself, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, felt that he didn't play well. And he knew that he could play better. Uh, it wasn't, you know, one of those games where his shot wasn't falling. You know, so uh, we felt that he would, I felt that he would come out very aggressive tonight he did and really established our tempo so that was nate just talking about the overall game plan saying look this was a complete win for the guys you know trey yes he had a good night 40 and 10 but everybody played well uh especially the bigs on the defensive end pushing the uh the, the envelope on the offensive end uh he the, the second quote the second sound bite he was talking about trey as i look 
old boy had a bad night. You know, he owned it. He took it. He ate it. And he knew he was going to come out aggressive. And that's what Trey did. He came out aggressive. He played great with tempo. He did played great with pace. Got to his spot. And he was cooking. So um, I got a small clip from Trey just talking about how he felt and his mindset going into the game. I thought that was kind of important. Uh, it's a small clip, but I'll play it anyway. Here goes Trey after tonight's game where he dropped like 40 and 10. 40 and Something like that. <laughs> Go back and look at the stats. <laughs> Here's Trey. I mean, I, I told you I was going to bounce back. Uh, I mean, I I, uh, I didn't have a, a good shooting game in Chicago, obviously. Felt like there's shots that I, I could have made, but it felt like the legs and things just weren't there. And tonight, just focus and coming in back and wanting to bounce back for sure. Listen, man, an NBA game is 82 games. Some nights you're not going to have it. And it was obvious Trey didn't have it that night. You know, it is what it is. But uh, it's important for the young kid to bounce back. Uh, he's never lacking of confidence, which is a good thing. And it was just good to see him get back on the schneid again and uh, have a really good game against a really good basketball team. Last but definitely not least, Big O. Uh, and the song quality on this one's kind of uh, tipsy-turvy, but I, I think it's good enough for me to try and play but uh here's this big old just talking about uh, a little bit about the game and uh what he saw out there while he was out there this team to have more success against him um i just feel like overall being smarter uh just putting out more effort on defense overall you know playing good team defense being more aggressive on the defense back in the court you know they didn't really shoot that well uh today um usually maybe line and stuff from three wasn't the case today so we just you know made an effort to, you know, really play good overall defense. When Trey is cooking like that, how much do you guys as a team feed off of that, whether it's, you know, when you're out there playing or on the bench or, or anything like that? You know, when he's in that zone, man, you just let him go. You know, he's unstoppable. You know, he's nice with the ball. Uh, and overall, we just feed off of it. You know, we, we all know to be in our spots whenever he's in that zone. You know, we just you know, play off him. <laughs> he said... You don't stop a bull. <laughs> he's, he's right, though. You know, when Trey has it going like that, man, you let him go. You make sure you're in your spots and you do what you got to do, man. So um, shout out to Big O. I thought he was good tonight. I really liked his energy. Uh, he's had a good season. Like, he's had a really good season, man. I really like uh, I think he's going to be a big part of what the Hawks do going forward. I really do. I don't think he's one of those pieces the Hawks are looking to move. I think he's going to be here for a while. And you got to like what you see out of Big O, man. Got to like what you see out of Big O. Let's um, let's go to some fan feedback, man. I, I asked some of you guys after last night's game, some of your thoughts. A few of you chimed in. And uh, let's go and hear what the fans had to say after last night's game. All right, first up, my guy ATL Ramasaki from Japan, my guy, he said, didn't see this coming, to be honest. Love to see everyone play well tonight. We are ready for the playoffs. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't know, but they look like it tonight. <laughs> they, didn't like it, they didn't look like it necessarily in Chicago, but they look like it tonight. Uh, we'll see how this thing plays out. Uh, Arrow Trey on Twitter said, Bogey is still balling. Dre had a really nice game. On a smaller scale, DeLon had a nice game too. Yeah, I like that. So I like I like when folks notice the guys who don't necessarily make the headlines, right? Trey's gonna get the headlines because of the game he had, and, and rightly so. He's the money man, 
He is uh, he had 41 and 11. He's going to be the sports center guy. He's going to be, you know, but but I appreciate when fans can say, hey, you know, DeLon Wright had a good game defensively. You know, he knocked down his shots. He played with good pace and they didn't give it the booty when the second team was out there. So that is to be commended. Uh, He was out there without Lou Will. And I thought DeLon played a really good game. Thought he played a really good game. And so I appreciate Trey for for, uh, Trey on Twitter. For uh, pointing that out, man. Appreciate your input. Last but not least, uh, ATL Hawks Nation said, uh, DeAndre, for his defense. Um, We're not going to pull no punches. DeAndre got cooked last game. (laughs) He got cooked like a pressure cooker. But DeMar DeRozan's been cooking everybody. So it's not a, a, a way, it's not a reason to hold your head down. DeMar has been cooking everybody. And last night, it was, the night before, it was Dre's turn to get cooked. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, good bounce back win for the Hawks. My final takeaways from this game is simply you had to win and you won. Right? You had to win and you won. Now you got to keep going. Like, you can't. You can't just be like, oh, man, this is a good one and drop the next one. Like, you got to you got to string these games together. Like you want to you want to say a playoff team, a playoff team strings wins together at the appointed time. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. Last last year, they got hot at the right time and they won the games that they had to win. They had to, they won the games they had no business winning. That's the difference with this team this year. They're not winning the games that they have no business winning. <laughs> like, you know, it's been very inconsistent. If there is a time for consistency, that time is now. That time is now. But let's look at the calendar as we wrap things up um, here at the Hawks Beat on the Hawks Beat podcast. Uh, their next matchup, again, is in Boston on Tuesday. They take on the Celtics. So you got today off, you got tomorrow off, and then you shall be rested taking on a Boston Celtics team. Thursday, you welcome back the Chicago Bulls. That man is coming back. Number 11. And I'm not talking about Trey Young. I'm talking about DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan is having an MVP-like season. He's playing that good, guys. Go look at his numbers. He's playing that good. Um, Friday, you got a back-to-back, uh, a home and away back-to-back because you go to Washington to take on the Washington Wizards. And that will be the end of the first five games. So the next three games, you got the Bulls at home. You have, I mean, I'm sorry, you have the Celtics away. You got the Bulls at home and the Wizards. Out of these three, you got to get two of them. You got to get two of them. You really need all three of them, to be honest with you. But you got to get two of them. At the bare minimum, you got to get two of them. We'll see how it plays out. Thank you guys for checking out the Hawks Beat Podcast. I appreciate y'all. Like and subscribe to the pod. And like we always say every time, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Sick 
of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.